Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Authentic Talks. I'm happy that you're here tuning in for this episode. Today, we're going to be talking to an internal medicine physician and medical billing expert with more than 20 years experience in primary care, psychiatric settings, and as a healthcare insurance executive. She has made it her life goal to help patients navigate the conundrum that is the U.S. healthcare system. When she became a cancer patient herself, she faced incredibly high medical bills, and that's when she took her insider industry knowledge and put it to work. She wrote a book titled Crush Medical Debt, and she shares her secrets to shield individuals and families against America's number one cause of bankruptcy, medical debt. All right, you guys, get ready for today's episode where you're going to be learning what it is that you can do to protect yourself. I think this is going to be an awesome episode where you are going to be able to pick up a lot of gems and you're going to want to get this book. I'm telling you in advance, okay? Just letting you know. Please welcome to the show Dr. Virgie Bright Ellington to Authentic Talks. Authentic Talks is all about authentic conversations. This show is all about growth, love, respect, success, mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to grow, and become your authentic self, then this is the podcast for you. And I am your host, Shantae. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Virgie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Shantae. Appreciate it. I'm really excited to have you here. We're going to be talking about something that every last one of us will face or experience in our life, medical debt. And well, hopefully not debt, but medical bills. So I'm oh, right on. It, folks, so we don't, it doesn't turn into debt is what I hope to do. I love that. Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> yes, we, <laughs> we definitely want to avoid that if we can. Before we dive in with our uh, talk, can I have you introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. I'm Virgie Bright Ellington. I am a, oh gosh, you're making me date myself, Shantae, 25 <laughs> year board certified internal medicine physician. And I was a health insurance executive for a decade. And so I thought that gave me a 360 degree view of the U.S. medical system, especially the financial part of the U.S. healthcare system. Or so I thought until I became a two-time cancer patient and met hospital roommates and people and, and my, even myself, they tr- the providers tried to take advantage of me and trick me and they tricked my roommates, hospital roommates, into going into debt, frankly, for the rest of their lives. And while you so- were, so while you were going through a situ- like your own experience, you learned 
how to help other people and how to help yourself exactly. through it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's how it was born. That's how Crush Medical Debt was born. Can we back up a bit where we talk about what happened with you exactly? I can tell you the long version, Shante, or I can tell you the short version. So it, just in brief, you know, I, I tell people, I introduce myself a couple of ways. I'll say, you know what, I'm the doctor, I'm the lady that got a $90,000 medical bill that I got out of, and you can too, let me show you how. Wow. And and I tell people, you know, I got here by helping people through the issues of getting astronomical medical bills that will destroy your financial future and that of your families, because, you know, I, it's a long story. I developed clinical depression. I was grieving. My mother died and was having, I was having a really hard time developed clinical depression as a long result, lost my job because I was no longer willing to work 60 to 70 to 80 hour weeks at this wow. large, in, this large insurance company and found out later that I was replaced with not one, two, three, or four or five people. I was replaced by seven people. Wow. So yeah, there was a reason why I was not willing or able to do that work, you know, the work of a whole group of people, a whole department of people I was doing on my own. And that was just half of my job for this company. And after I lost my job, I was diagnosed with breast cancer for the second time. And I tell people that's the best thing that ever happened to me because it led me to doing this work and being able to help really literally Shantae, millions of people. Ooh, There's a wow. hundred million people in this country who are struggling with medical debt. And I call medical debt is when you have a medical bill that you cannot pay off. You don't have the resources, the money to pay off by the end of the month. So if you have to carry over a medical bill more than a month, that's debt. And a hundred million people in this country have medical debt. You said that you were able to get rid of 90 thousand dollars not not 900 not 90,000 not, <laughs> not 9,000 yes ma'am wow the nine zero thousand almost a hundred thousand dollars they try the provider tried to trick me into believing that I owed and so I thought you know what this is a real thing this is how people get down I I just could not believe it that what, this so was a deliberate thing and I thought okay something has to be done and this is why the number one cause of debt and bankruptcy in the United States is medical bills. So what happened? You received a bill in the mail, but you really didn't owe this money because it was already paid or? <laughs> no. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. So just to, to cut to the chase, Shantae, I teach people that there are three steps of the only one right way to pay a medical bill. There's only one right way to pay a medical bill and involves three steps. Step number one is to call the provider. And that number is that usually they'll say at the bottom of a what they call a bill. I don't call it a bill anymore. I call it a, a fantasy number or wishful thinking or a statement because they're wishing and hoping and praying that you'll fall for it, that you they, that you believe that you owe that made up fictional number and usually in the upper right-hand corner of the statement. So you get this thing 
in the snail mail and you believe like, oh my gosh. And they say, you know, patient owes or on due on receipt, you know, almost $90,000. And underneath there's a, a line that says questions or do you need a payment plan? Call this number, call our billing accounts department or our patient accounts department. Okay. So step one is when you get this bill, it's a statement, it's not really a real bill. Nine times out of 10, Shantae, it's not a real bill because nine times out of 10, it does not have what's called CPT codes. C as in can't, P as in pay, T as in this. <laughs> CPT <laughs> codes. <laughs> And basically, CPT codes are to medical services what barcodes are to products in a store. So each product, each medical service that you can possibly get in the United States has its own unique CPT code. And so think of any tests you can think of, possible fancy tests, routine tests, procedures, operation outpatient, office visits, ER visits, they each have their own CPT code. So you're going to call the number on the bottom of this, usually, uh, again, underneath the request for saying, hey, you owe us this money. And if you have questions, call this number. Yeah, I have questions. I'm going to call you and ask for, quote, something with CPT codes, unquote. You're going to take that information. Once you get it in the snail mail, step two, you're going to take each of those CPT codes and Google them to make sure. So when you think about it, you're running a item in the store through the price scanner. The barcode will come up with two items, a brief description of the item, right? And two, what that retailer is charging for it. Same thing with CPT codes with medical services. You're going to run it through Google to get one, a brief description of the medical service, because you want to make sure it's a service that you actually received, that you're not being double billed or upcharged or coded. Let's say, you know, God forbid you had a, a broken arm, you end up in the emergency room, they put you in a sling and they say, you know what, we're going to, you can have, you're going to need orthopedic surgery or surgery to fix this fracture, but we're going to send you to an ortho orthopedic surgery team closer to your home. So they put you in a sling and they send you on your way. You get surgery at the outpatient facility or wherever you get your surgery closer to your home. But a month later, you get a bill from the ER that says a CPT code describing, and you put it into Google and the CPT code comes up, quote, humeral fracture intervention, which is a fancy name, humeral fracture, a bone, uh, arm bone fracture intervention. And so you're going to think, well, you know, I didn't have an intervention in the emergency room. They just put it in a sling. Now, if you can think about it, if you can imagine, Shantae, an intervention is going to cost more than just putting your arm in a sling, right? So you just right. want to make sure you're not getting double billed up charge up code that you received all of the services that they're charging you for. And while you're there, you're going to Google what Medicare pays for each of those medical services you received, each of those CPT codes. Now, Shantae, a lot of people will say to me, well, Medicare, that's 
that's government insurance for old people. That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> I tell people, <laughs> yeah, it does. It has, <laughs> has everything to do with us because Medicare, yes, it does include, and what we know it for is for health coverage for people over the age of 65 who don't have insurance through an employer and but also younger people who have chronic medical disorders, uh, disease illnesses and certain kind of disabilities. But what's important about it and why it is relevant to every person who receives medical care in this country is because it is the basic retail price, fair retail price for every service you can, medical service you can receive in the United States. So basically I call it the MRSP, the manufacturer retail sticker price is anything other than Medicare. So on average. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 300 to 500% more than what Medicare pays for the services is what the provider asked for. And that's average and is really common to go up to a thousand to two thousand percent more. They'll charge you than you know send a bill hoping you'll pay more than what Medicare pays. So it's like, you know what, if it's good enough for the federal government, it's good for me. So that's step two. So step three, the final step, you're going to tally up each of those services you received in the CPT codes and what Medicare pays for each of those services. And in a hypothetical example, let's say you had to have emergency hernia surgery and the bill, the original fictional bill, I call it, the wishful thinking, they requested was $10,000. Well, let's say you go through the three steps and in step two, you realized, oh my gosh, the total that Medicare would pay for each of the CPT codes I received in the itemized bill with the codes, it's not a real bill without a code, right? You realize, oh my gosh, the total is only $3,000. Wow. So you're going to call back in step three. Yeah. Wow. Is right. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not, this is not an exaggeration. This happens. This is not unusual. And I use this hypothetical example a lot because it, it's a very common, it's not, these numbers are not unusual. So you call back step three, the number you called in step one, the billing office or the patient accounts office of the hospital. And you're going to say, yeah, hey, um, I got your original statement asking, saying that you were charging me $10,000, but quote, in my case, I am willing and able to pay $3,000, unquote. Who can I quote again? Who can I speak with who can help me make an interest-free payment plan that I can afford, unquote. So that's what you're going to say. So those are the three steps that you're going to call back and say, hey, yeah. Now, in my case, and this was your original question, Shantae, why did I get a $90,000 bill and how did I get rid of not just 
in my hypothetical example, just not get 70% off, but 100% off because it was a trick. It was what's called balance billing. They tried to balance, this particular hospital tried to balance bill me. So a balance bill is when you go to a facility, a provider who is in network with your insurance. So if you have insurance, you're going to say, okay, well, does this provider accept my insurance? Are they in network? Meaning have they contracted with my insurance company? If they have, and that means they are in network, they have agreed to say whatever you pay, whatever the insurance company pays the provider, they are going to accept that as payment in full. So let's say they their services they usually charge their, I call their MRSP, their manufacturer full retail sticker price. They charge $100 for a particular medical service, a particular CPT code. But the insurance says, well, we only pay $10 for that. The provider says, in exchange for having millions of people in network who can come and see me to be, you know, see and network with the members, I'm going to be in contract to say, I am going to accept as payment in full for whatever medical services I provide your members. So, in the hypothetical example I like to give is, let's say when I said $100, the provider charges, but their insurance that you're in network with, they are in network with, your insurance only pays $10. Balanced billing is billing you for $90. So you're tricked into thinking, wow, oh my gosh, my insurance only paid $10 of a $100 bill. Oh my gosh, I know I owe $90. Uh, no, what they're doing is contract fraud. They, wow. (laughs) and the problem is, is that because the contract is with the insurance company and the provider, not the patient, the insurance company does not know that the provider is going after the patient for the balance of the bill, which they're not supposed to do. They contracted. So in the U.S. legal system, the aggrieved party is the one that has to make the complaint and the insurance isn't going to complain because usually they don't know about it. Do you know that happens to us all the time? Exactly. That's why I woke up. I was just, when I figured this out, Before it happened to me, it happened in the hospital with my hospital roommate. They had done that to her and told her she had to sign an agreement before she could leave. They came to her on the day she was being discharged and said, yeah, um, you need to sign here before you can leave. Like, what are you holding her hostage? You know, you can call 9-1 and say, hey, they're holding me hostage. This is illegal. But anyway, you know, they intimidate you. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. They know, you know, right? So- They said, before you can leave, you need to sign this saying that you will agree to pay whatever your insurance does not pay. Wait, wait, what? So when I, my roommate told me this, my hospital roommate, the last time she said she was, she was really worried. This is her second time being in the hospital. The last time she was there, they came into her room on the day of discharge and said, before you can leave, you have to sign this. And Shantae I swear, no exaggeration, the curtain dropped, I saw red because I knew that she had been tricked into paying 
tons of money, not only that she didn't owe, that's bad enough, but definitely is going to bankrupt her family. It's going to put her family into debt forever. And I thought, you know what, Virgie, don't get angry. Don't get mad. Get to getting, do something. <laughs> and that's how Crush Medical Debt was born. Oh, I love it. But yeah, um, so the same hospital tried to do the same thing to me. You know, I got the bill from them six months later, or alleged bill, I call it a statement or a wish list, right? They're wishing, hoping, praying that I'll fall for it. Almost saying they balanced bill me for almost $90,000. And you know, I was like, okay, this is how they get down. I realized this is a thing. It's not an accident. It's not a mistake. They, the many providers try to trick the American public into believing that they owe tons, thousands of dollars that they don't owe. And all we have to do is pick up the phone and call and and have our our ducks in a row, those three steps that you gave us, check those CPT codes. Yes. And then, so- First get a real bill. You know, a lot of the foolishness just gets wiped away when you call and ask for a real bill with CPT codes. They'll say, yeah, we'll send you an itemized bill. Yeah, we'll send you a detailed bill. And there won't be any CPT code to the first anywhere in this document. So you have to call back sometimes and say, no, you sent me a detailed bill. Yeah, it's not a real bill. Yeah, you sent me an itemized bill, but yeah, it's not a real bill because there's no CPT codes. I quote, need something with CPT codes, unquote. And frankly, Shantae, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to get pushback and they'll say something like, well, when you call the the office billing department, the hospital billing department office or patient accounts office, they'll say, well, you know, we don't have that kind of bill here, or you're going to have to call your insurance for that information. (sighs) Okay, fine. I need, quote, I need something with CPT codes as per HIPAA Mm. federal law, unquote. Now, HIPAA people think often as the privacy law, and actually the P in HIPAA actually stands for portability. The privacy thing was a side piece from this law from the middle 90s, middle to late 90s. It actually was to protect people in the United States to say, whatever you have for medical services, you own that information. It's private and portable and personal to you, all of it. So including the medical records and any financial documentations, uh, documentation or documents, anything related to your medical care, the medical services you were provided. And that includes, of course, the bill. So any bill or claim that they send your insurance or any documentation of what they charge anybody, what their fees are for the medical services, you own that information. And the provider that doesn't give that to you, that is actually a violation of HIPAA federal law, which is a violation of civil rights. When you violate that, you make a complaint to the Office of Civil Rights. That's actually your rights. You are on it, giving us all types of good stuff, dropping gems. What happens when you pay the bill, Dr. Virgie, and you, because you didn't know about the CPT codes and all of that, can you go back and ask for your money back? That's a great point. Sometimes when you overpay, once in a while, they will actually send you the money back without you knowing and without asking for it. 
now that you have the information, if you can call back and ask for, hey, you know what, on this date of service, I had this medical service, I want a, a, a claim or a statement with the CPT codes for the services I received, then go back through and do the each of the three steps. And if you overpaid, say, you know what, this is, you can say, well, wait, this seems like a balance bill. You know, we talked about earlier, balance bill is when they bill you, they're in network with your insurance, meaning they say by contract, we will accept as payment in full. Now, not counting any co-pays, co-insurance or deductible, if you haven't met your annual deductible yet, not counting that. But once you total all that up, if you met your annual deductible and you pay your percentage of co-insurance, that you do not have any additional fees are trying to charge you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's real. It's a thing and that they try to get away with. What about our credit? When it impacts the credit because we can't pay that bill and but yet they're not providing the CPT codes. Is that like- <laughs> so if they're not providing the CPT codes, you're gonna file a complaint with the Office of Civil Rights and in my book and in my master class. I think I also have it. I have a radio show on Voice America and in one of the episodes, a few of the episodes, I, I include a link. Where we talk about this issue in debt in depth, <laughs> no pun intended debt, right? <laughs> depth. Right. I include a link to file a complaint with the Office of Civil Rights if they don't give you your real bill, something, a statement with CPT codes. So you can file that that's also, like I said, in, in the book and in my masterclass, which you can find uh, at my site, at our site on crushmedicaldebt.com. You have to be persistent. Don't let them bully you or trick you to make you thinking, wow, I already paid it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay so i believe i was overcharged get the real statement with cpt codes and call them back and say hey i was overcharged for this or this sounds like you balance bill me you need to send me a, a statement saying, you know, prove to me that I'm wrong. And mm-hmm. if not, then you know what? This is what small claims court is for. Oh, they usually right don't have to get that far when you tell them, when you say, look, I'm filing a complaint with HIPAA, sorry, with the Office of Civil Rights for HIPAA federal law violation. You violated my civil rights, my HIPAA civil rights. You can say, and while I'm doing that, I'm going to file a case because I'm owed this money. You overcharged me and I'm owed this money. Is that the same steps we're going to take to get our COVID-19 medical bills paid? 
So that's trickier. So the COVID-19 medical bills came from a pot of money that they ran out of money sometime, I want to say in early 22, sometime in the middle 2022, they ran out of the resources. So it was a question of getting your bill submitted, unfortunately, to the provider so they can hit the federal government to reimburse them. So that's tough. We are to have those COVID-related bills covered. If there is a COVID diagnosis, if they tested you for COVID and ruled it out when you came to them sick, then if it has a COVID diagnosis code, then you can say yes during this time up until I think the pandemic ends officially in May and we have two months, but get your bills in and say, hey, I know you guys we're asking the federal government for the coverage of my bills and they're saying they don't have any more. Well, not my fault. No, I'm sorry. You guys are SOL, not my fault. I'm not going to pay during this time. I have a COVID related diagnosis between the dates, March 11, 2020 and May, 2023. No, sorry, that's covered by the COVID emergency pandemic federal laws that were put in place. And I know the money ran out last year, but sorry, kind of sucks to be you. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Crush Medical Debt is definitely a book that we all need to have. And I want to ask this question. You wrote another book. It's called What Your Doctor Wants You to Know, But Doesn't Have Time to Tell You. Can you tell us one thing? I know there's no way you could tell us everything in a matter of, you know, so many minutes. We got to read this book. What do they want us to know? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what, Shantae, you really do your homework. That That <laughs> is outstanding. Thank you for asking that. So the book went out of print a couple last year, a couple of years ago, and oh, okay. we're doing a post-COVID update, new edition in 2024. The reason why I wrote that book is for exactly why you said, Shantae, because there's so much stuff that we want our patients to know, but we don't have time to tell them in a 10 minute visit. Or, you know, if we're doing like a female well check, you know, a pelvic exam screening, we just don't have time to tell them. And you know, what got me to write that book was I wanted women to know that cervical cancer is an STD. Now this was written, <laughs> you should see the look on your face. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> oh. This was written like more than 10 years ago. And that's what the HPV vaccine Gardasil protects women. And now we're giving it the coverages for males also, because HPV is a virus that Often we clear, men and women clear, but in women that some women don't clear it and it can cause changes in the cervical cells that causes cancer. So just straight up, cervical cancer is an STD. It's caused by HPV, the human papillomavirus, a type of, there are certain types, there's many strains of the HPV, the human papillomavirus, and a few of them cause cancer changes can cause cervical cancer changes. When you said that yeah. my grandmother popped into my 
mind and I was like because I know she passed away from cervical cancer and so I was how old was she she was pretty old I think she was like in her 70s not old but older Mm -hmm. um she was like in her 70s I want to say you know like maybe early 70s or something but my dad says you know it was hard to get her to the doctor she never wanted to go and so by the time she went it was like too far along yeah yeah And the problem is this. So people say, well, just use condoms. But the problem is the virus goes through condoms. You know how we figured out the coronavirus goes through uh, fabric, right? Right. The mask. So the mask they had, you know, the using a mask is like worthless. It's just like you're wasting your time unless it's a K at minimum, a KND5, KN95, or ideally an N95 level mass, meaning it filters things out, very tiny microparticles. Well, condoms not, condoms do not block the HPV virus. So that's why we're just saying, you know what, instead of waiting to make sure people get to the doctor for their pelvic exams for screening, let's just prevent it. When before, get the vaccine that protects you against HPV when you're a young kid, way years before you become sexually active. So when you're starting at age nine, between ages of nine and 14, girls and now boys. When did that come out? Has that been oh. out like for years or is it? Oh my gosh, real? it's been out for years. Yeah. Oh. And, and it's really highly recommended. How yeah. do you know? If, how I would heard. I know if I have it? the shot you're wondering if you've ever been vaccinated you just didn't know like you got a series of vaccinations that's very possible you all you can do is say well this is when I was born and if they do the math and if you were between 9 and 14 before the vaccine came out you probably didn't get it and there's a point where they're saying okay well after a certain point they don't give the vaccine last I looked it was age 26 so if you didn't get the vaccine you want to make sure you get your re- regular pelvic exams, but you know what? The information, the data, the studies, the literature, the science changes regularly. And I noticed that they were talking about extending to past age 26. So talk to your primary care physician. Please talk to your gyne- ladies, talk to your gynecologist and talk with them about, hey, am I still eligible? Am I young enough to get, according to the data, the CDC is recommending I get the HPV vaccine. If not, continue to get your your regular screening annual pelvic exams and pap smear. The reason why to do a pelvic exam is to get a pap smear. So what they do is take a scraping, wipe the, just get a swipe of the cervical cells and look at it and send it off to be looked at under a microscope to make sure there's no changes that are precursor, pre-cancer changes or God forbid cancer changes so they can just cut it out and deal with it before it becomes a problem. Wow, that's really good to know. Dr. Virgie, you are on it. Like you dropped (laughs) so many good gems for us. We've definitely got to pick up the book. It is titled Crush Medical Debt. And the doctor um, wants you to know to crush medical debt. And I call it crush medical debt for short. Yeah. So it's part of what your doctor wants you to know series. So like you referred to, I didn't know that people still found the book, the first book and the, what your doctor wants you to know series was what your doctor wants you to know, but doesn't have time to tell you. And now the second book in the series is what your doctor wants you to know to crush medical debt. And I just call it crush medical debt for short. Oh, got it. I love it. 
I feel like I learned so much in this time that we spent together. I, I want to share the story with you. My husband went to the doctor. When he went, the doctor says, oh, you're here for a vasectomy. And he's like, no. And then the doctor says, okay, well, I'm going to need to reschedule you with another doctor because like I'm a doctor that that's what I do, you know, vasectomies. So he left out and the lady in the front rescheduled him. And then we got a bill in the mail for $90 after he had already paid the copay, but he wasn't even seen. Then when he showed up at the other doctor's office, he, they said, okay, you have a bill of, and they, that he had to pay it in order to be seen. To be seen. So this is the issue. So they're claiming, it sounds like Shantae, they're claiming that he received a service of visit or they were charged one of the two things they either were charging him for a visit or they're charging him for a no-show visit. So again, no matter how big or small the bill is, say, hey, I need something with CPT codes. What is this $90 for? I need something with CPT codes. Can you imagine going into a grocery store and you go in and there's no prices anywhere on anything on any of your produce your apples you go in the back you need some eggs you end up in the dairy aisle we'd be so annoyed eggs. not annoyed people are like what the what yeah and then you come <laughs> out and they're like you get a category dairy fifty dollars produce and you'd be like what the what what did i buy i didn't know the price and then i come out and i'm gouged with this huge what did I buy? Same thing with medical services. Get your CPT code. What are you charging me this $90 for? Is it for no show? Because that is wrong. I showed up. You guys made the mistake and scheduled me with somebody who cannot. That's not the services I asked to be seen for. So it's not a no show. And there's no CPT code, by the way, for no show. Oh. Just remember that. Oh, Always remember oh. that. The other thing is the biggest thing that a provider can get in trouble for. And rule number one is fraud, meaning you charge for services that you did not provide. The patient is charged for services they did not receive. That's considered, that's, that is tantamount. Basically it's a threat of fraud. That's just the big thing that all providers and physicians are afraid of being accused of fraud, meaning charging for services they did not provide. That's why you ask for a CPT code. What is this $90 bill for? What is this $90 for? You're not bill. What is this $90 for that you are charging me? So let's look at this, Shantae. I want to see this. I, I want to see what they have to say. I want to see this document that they sent, your, gave your husband and said, oh, you owe us this. That, that'd be like me going to the grocery store and be like, well, you owe us this. Wait, what? No. What, wait, what? No. Well, I'm going to have him call <laughs> so Please. he can find out. And like... ask for what did both issues were not true. In the case you're describing to me, Shantae, it was not a no-show. That was their fault, their mistake, not your fault as the patient. And the other issue is if they charged you for the visit, well, you didn't have the visit. Right. You didn't have the visit. The visit was canceled. So if they put him in a room. Does that count? He was in there for like about 15 minutes, you know, and then, then the doctor came in and within the first minute, they discovered it was an incorrect appointment. 
So you tell me, Shantae, did he have a visit? Was he seen? Was he evaluated? Was he treated? No, did they no. say, okay, we're taking a history and this is what we're going to set you up for, for a procedure? Did they do an assessment by talking, doing, taking history? No, they did not. No, they, they did, sure not. did not. So he did not receive a service. He did not receive a visit. He was, there was no services provided by the physician. That is insane. That I'm is so insane. happy that you came on and shared these gems with us. You guys definitely pick up the book. It's called Crush. Well, Dr. Ver Dr. Virgie gave you all of the, the full name. And uh, I'm making call sure it crush that medical debt. I just put in crush medical debt when I'm on Amazon or Barnes and nobles.com. And it I comes just, up. It just takes too long to put in the holding. That's why I call it crush medical debt. And that's all I put in oh, right on. <laughs> all right. So you can find the book <laughs> under crush medical debt. And I, I honestly believe that. And I really do mean this. We all need to have a book in our home that we're able to refer to when something happens. It's exactly. just time for us to protect ourselves yes. um, just basic you know without and you know, the united states is the only industrialized country where you have to have medical financial literacy it is what it is and the system isn't going to change anytime soon so let's protect ourselves and our families and our loved ones so yeah without medical financial literacy you have no financial stability because anytime you and or your loved ones have to interact with the U.S. medical care system, you're at risk of having your whole financial future wiped out. Thank you so much for coming on the show. If My someone pleasure. wants to find you, where can they find you? So you can do a couple of things. I'm at crushmedicaldebt.com. If you want to reach out to me, try dr.virgie.com at crushmedicaldebt.com and also find me on LinkedIn at Dr. Virgie. I appreciate your contribution to society. This is huge because once we get this knowledge, you guys, we're able to stand up and, and fight. We can really just, you know, CPT codes. It's stuck in yes, my head now. <laughs> yes, ma'am. CPT codes. I was talking to a radio host and he says, CPT, that should stand for, because I said, you know, you don't want to know the the full name of what it stands for. I said, there are people I know that work, worked in the insurance, have worked in the insurance company uh, industry rather for years, and they can't remember what CPT stands for. He said, you know what it should stand for? Can't pay this. So that's what I call it. <laughs> CPT co-stand for can't pay this. Oh, I love it. Remember. <laughs> oh my goodness. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm going to get this book. We need it because I have children. I have myself. I have my husband and we are going to the doctor. We're those people that are like, Hey, you know, we think that we're being proactive by going and making those appointments because we had family members that never wanted to go. And so we're trying to be like proactive. Let's catch anything before it starts. And, you know, and we need to save money in the process. <laughs> Don't let them take your money. You work too hard for it. That's your money. We work a lot with saying, okay, we're going to become financially literate. We're going to, you know, there's the whole personal finance industry. Well, you're going to become medically financial literate and you're going to save your financial life and your financial future. And I love it that you're on the patient side. 
Because for some reason, I started thinking that doctors would be on the side of the insurance companies to get bonuses. And we're not. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? No. And, and unfortunately, insur- many people live in the United States think that the problem is physicians and it's not. It is this problem happened when private equity and corporations and business got into healthcare. So buying hospitals and hiring physicians physicians have no idea what's going on. Like I said, I was in the business. I was a physician and a health insurance executive for decades. And I had no clue that this was being done. Physicians don't know this is being done. They're, they're completely separate. It's two different entities and they, they're victims. They're victims of the system too. Wow. We understand that now. <laughs> You guys definitely pick up the book. All of the information is in the show notes and be sure to leave a review, share it with family members, friends, every single person you know can truly benefit from crush medical debt. Right, Dr. Virgie? So much for having me. You're absolutely right. You hit on all the issues, Shante. And frankly, seriously, you have an end with me now. You know how to reach me. You need to call, your husband needs to call and ask for a real bill of what you were charged. He was charged that he paid $90 for with CPT codes. What was that service that they charged him for? And if they don't give it to him, if you get pushback, I need that as for HIPAA. And if you're having any issues with that, if they, if you're still getting pushback, Shantae, please call me, reach out to me, let me know, and we will follow up. We will deal with them. Definitely. I will do that. Share with me, you have a talk radio where, what is, tell me the yeah. name. So on Voice America Internet Radio Network, so voiceamerica.com, I have a show, Health, Wellness, and Medical Bills. And every Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, we talk about all the issues, anything related to health, wellness, and medical bills. So we talk about all these issues. So I have folks on, we talk about like the latest that's going on with like what your ER doc wants you to know, you know, the latest with COVID or the latest with the opiate problem or what this heart doctor wants you to, to know for, you know, he wants you to stay off his, his OR table. So you know, what this heart doctor, this heart surgeon wants you to know to stay off his operating table, things like that. And then we have like coming up is in April is financial wellness month. And so we have things like guest who is a journalist who specializes in health issues, health bills, related bills, medical bills, and it's called how to get uh, media involved when you are not having any luck fighting a bogus medical bill. Mm -hmm. So we talk about all things, literally health, wellness, and medical bills. I had someone on, actually, I have to full disclosure, and I talked about this in the show. We did a two-part series of what your doctor wants you to know about resilience. And that was with my husband, who's a therapist and he teaches resilience training. So that's awesome. Yeah. So all things. Yes. That was a long answer to your question, but yeah, that's what the show is. And so that goes live 5 PM every Thursday, Eastern, and it gets uploaded in their on-demand system within a few hours. And then within 24, no more than 72 hours, it gets sent and uploaded to every podcast network, Spotify, Apple Plus, wherever you listen to your podcast. 
Oh, I love it. So you guys definitely have to tune in so you can get more gems, you know, buy the book, tune in for the show. And I mean, you'll be a pro after a while. I really appreciate you coming on. And I am definitely going to tell my husband about this because Please. yeah, he, he just, they just took your money and ran. I mean, it's 90, you think, okay, $90, but they know they can get away with it. And so, like you said, 90, 9,000, not 90, not 900, not 9,000, but they're like, you know, we can get away with 90,000. This is why, yeah. this is exactly why, but we're not even going to let them get away with $90. We're going to please call and ask for, and say, we, I was charged for this and we paid $90, but we never got a statement saying what we were being charged for. Can you, not, can you, I always say, don't ask close into questions. Don't ask a close into question can be answered with yes or no. Cause it just helps them lie to you and say, no, they, no, you can't get that. The question mm -hmm. is, who can I speak with who can give me something with CPT codes or a bill with or an invoice, a statement with CPT codes for the date of service that we were charged $90 for? And if you get pushed back, say, you know, all right, I need this information as per HIPAA federal law. And if they're still going to get ugly about, all right, fine, bring it. Well, we, we can do, we can, how's it go? <laughs> we can do this the easy way or the hard way, their choice. So mm -hmm. let me know if they don't send him, send you guys in snail mail, a real statement with CPT codes of that $90 charge, what that represented. And they may say it was no, no, a no show fee. Well, that didn't happen either. You showed up, they scheduled with the wrong physician, not your fault. You showed up, they didn't. You're not going to pay them for their mistake. What? I love it. Bam, that's a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tuning in will not forget CPT codes. <laughs> can't pay this. Yes, that's right. Can't yes, pay this. Uh, you know, and I tell people rule number one, step number one, actually, that gets, I would say in my experience, eight to nine times out of 10 just gets rid of all of the foolishness that the system providers who are not honest will try to get away with. If you just ask for something with CPT codes and they have to say, holy crap, okay, this is the services we actually provided and this is what we're charging for them. It changes everything. I love it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you for talking about these issues, Shantae. You've been doing this for a while. So thank you for your commitment to helping folks. And thank you for what you're doing and for writing the books and to go out there and to teach us all what we need to know. You gotta love it. That was another awesome episode of Authentic Talks where we're learning now about how we can protect ourselves and ask for these CPT codes. Be sure to pick up the book. It's available on Amazon and when you purchase the book, go back and leave a review. This is how other people are able to find the books that are really offering valuable information that can really help us to grow, save us some money, and even save us time, you know, in the long run. All of those things go together. And the title of the book again is Crush Medical Debt. Thank you, Dr. Virgie, for coming on Authentic Talks and for sharing with all of us and you guys. I am sending you all tons of positive energy, 
Be sure to take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Shantae with Authentic Talks.